at least 24 killed after tornadoes strike Middle Tennessee early on Tuesday morning. This is the Y'all Show. John Rawl in with you. We've got the report on that coming up in the next segment as we begin a Wednesday Y'all edition. And in Middle Tennessee, early morning, like around 1 o'clock in the morning is when this thing first hit Nashville. You had these deaths happen, a awful F3 tornado that made its way across Davidson County where Nashville is. In fact, two people killed there in Nashville. This thing worked its way eastward in Lebanon and Wilson County where Mount Juliet is. You got three deaths reported in Wilson County. The real tragedy happened in Putnam County. That's on Interstate 40, halfway roughly between Nashville and Knoxville, Cookville, Tennessee, the county seat of Putnam County. 18 deaths reported. Again, right around 25 deaths so far in Middle Tennessee from this early morning tornado as it worked its way across that area. Just a real tragedy. And we've got more to say about it in the next segment as we report to you what's going on in Middle Tennessee. Hello, this is the Y'all Show. And we've got headlines from across the South coming up in the next segment. We're about to tell you, though, about Tuesday being Super Tuesday across the whole country but we had seven southern states go to the polls and pick their democratic favorite for president we have that information coming to you in just a moment also later this hour on the day's y'all show we've got our acc spotlight jonathan lifeite's got the latest with acc basketball hour two today hashtag whole blue we've got fun stuff there and our very special guest in hour two lee greenwood country music recording artist an american treasure and he's going to be on with me to tell me a little bit more about what he's got going on he's got a new album that he's going to be promoting and lee greenwood has about a hundred dates that he's going to here in 2020 mr oh gosh i just love his god bless the usa who does it like that and he had seven number one songs in country music back in the 1980s lee greenwood coming on board as part of our country music showcase and we're hoping to track down precious harris i know she's involved there in nashville and getting her on the telephone here on a day after a awful tornado may be a challenge we're going to try regardless we'll have some country music news coming out of nashville and music row all as part of our nashville music line report in the second hour 803-816-1170 is how you can connect to us here on the y'all show our website y'all.com and you are welcome to call that number 24 7 with any kind of information that you have whether good bad and different criticism we welcome it all here on the y'all show all right before we move on to the headlines Let's first tell you about some of the primaries that happened on Tuesday. Super Tuesday, you had, I think, a total of 14 states and territories going to the polls. Congratulations to Michael Bloomberg. He actually won one of the contests on Tuesday. And that would be the great state of American Samoa. It's not even a state. It's a territory. As he merged victorious there in that caucus. And here's a guy who spent hundreds of millions of dollars i think his campaign if it's not already in the tank it's it's heading that way pretty darn soon the big story coming out of the south on tuesday super tuesday the real winner was not michael bloomberg it was joe biden the comeback kid after he got that surprise kind of boost he always said he was going to win south carolina well he won that saturday and then on tuesday he carried that momentum into states like virginia north carolina tennessee alabama arkansas oklahoma joe biden won every single one of the seven southern states except 
Texas, and arguably he may just emerge in a tie from a delegate standpoint in the state of Texas with Bernie Sanders. It was not a good time for Bernie Sanders here in Dixie on the Tuesday primary. Joe Biden, who had little money as Bernie Sanders had all the momentum as the front runner, a lot of money coming his way, at least in the South, the Bernie Nader was absent and the people got behind Joe Biden and he's going to take this momentum and surge forward. The the big story really for Joe Biden, yes, he wins all these great southern states. But my goodness, the the biggest like out of boy to Joe might even go beyond the southeast as he did extremely well in the northeast. I think he won Massachusetts and Maine. He he won Massachusetts. Bernie Sanders came in second it looks like and home state native elizabeth warren finished third in her own state she also is going to be bowing out of the race pretty soon if not already so bernie sanders can't prevail there in new england like he should he did win his home state of vermont to his credit and he also won colorado but the big story also from tuesday's primary in minnesota amy klobuchar country joe biden emerged victorious in that primary and he did not even visit first of all he didn't visit arkansas joe biden never went to minnesota he spent zero dollars campaigning i think in california i think i'm right on that and massachusetts zero dollars and he won massachusetts and that is why this race is suddenly it looks like a two-man race not saying that biden's gonna get the nomination on the democratic side but it's going to be uh, it's going to be hard for Bernie Sanders to keep it up. He's got everybody working against him now, it appears. The good news for President Trump is that if, indeed, Biden emerges as the candidate, you'd think there'd be a large number of Bernie supporters who would be throwing their hands up and say, yeah, it was rigged again. We're going to vote for Trump, similar to what they did in 2016. Now, one other thing from the primaries on Tuesday. By the way, Tennessee also went to Joe Biden. I think I did not mix them in with the six states again six southern states all going for joe biden virginia north carolina you had alabama tennessee arkansas oklahoma texas essentially looks like it's going to be they're still counting a sanders win but delegate wise it'll be a pretty much a draw in the lone star state the other big story coming out of the primaries in alabama there's going to be a runoff for the republican u.s senate seat for the senate seat that is currently held by doug jones the democrat and in the republican primary two people emerged victorious enough to go on to a march 31st runoff that's going to be former auburn head football coach tommy turbeville he's in the runoff and the guy that held that seat for a long time in the u.s senate jeff sessions who left the senate to go be the attorney general of the country sessions versus tuberville in the alabama u.s senate republican runoff march 31st and those are your big headlines coming out of super tuesday 2020 now other states get into the fun with mississippi pretty soon georgia also in the mix florida and the race for the white house continues on 
we will have more headlines from across the southeast that we'll start off and get to including more on those awful tornadoes the maybe it might have been one big one but still an ugly scene in middle tennessee early tuesday morning we've got the latest on that also reminder we've got acc sports talk coming from jonathan life fight later this hour all that ahead on the y'all show Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Do you want to learn to speak a new language but don't have enough time? Then you need to try Babbel, the language learning app that you can try for free right now at Babbel.com. Babbel's lessons are just 15 minutes or less, and you can go at your own pace. You'll be amazed at how easy Babbel makes it. Start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Just download the Babbel app or go to Babbel.com now. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Back into the Y'all Show. Let's dive right now into the headlines across the Southeast now that we've got some of that political talk out of the way in the opening segment of this, the show all about the Southeast. And, of course, with heavy hearts, we have to announce that more than 25 people, that number likely to be a lot more when it's all said and done. In Tennessee, people just killed with those outbreak of tornadoes on early Tuesday morning in Middle Tennessee. It was just a terrible thing. People... Some people died while they were asleep, literally killed while in the bed sleeping as this thing came through in the early morning hours. 140 buildings, for example, in Nashville alone, at least that amount tore up there in Putnam County, which is Cookville. My goodness, people there just, I think I saw close to 20 people already counted dead in Putnam County. That's about 80 miles east of Nashville, right along Interstate 40. Uh, Horrible thing. The Red Cross has set up a shelter 
at a church in Cookville, and those left homeless by the storm can go there and stay, according to the Red Cross disaster response team there in Cookville. President Trump, he has already spoken with Governor Bill Lee of Tennessee, and he's going to be coming to Nashville and to Middle Tennessee on Friday to visit the disaster areas. The tornadoes were spawned by a line of severe storms that stretched from Alabama into western Pennsylvania early on Tuesday and a horrible, horrible scene, a devastating tornado. I was in the last major Nashville tornado back in 1998. That, to my knowledge, only killed one person. That guy killed about a half mile from where I was as he was there in Centennial Park right across from Vanderbilt University, and I think he was a Vanderbilt student. He was killed there when that tornado came through more of a downtown direction in 1998 but here in 2020 an unfortunate super tuesday occurrence of this tornado and it was on the ground about 60 miles according to the authorities and just pushing f3 and likely f4 winds across and and just taking cars and i saw one picture and i'm sure y'all have seen the devastation coming in from middle tennessee a car put on the third floor of a building with these powerful storms that pass through and again our thoughts go to the victims to the victims families a a bad deal and i know red cross is helping out i saw where a couple hundred thousand dollars have already been raised to help those in middle tennessee and yes it's easy to focus on nashville as a couple of people did die there in the donaldson area i was just in donaldson about two weeks ago lovely place used to have a p.o box in donaldson hadn't been there in a couple of years and was really pleasantly surprised by donaldson's rebound here in the last couple of years and that tornado came right through that little suburb of nashville just to the east of downtown near the nashville airport is where donaldson tennessee but it went on went through hermitage caused big problems there mount juliet a lot of devastation there in wilson county into lebanon and then it kept on trucking through smith and carthage tennessee on into putnam county where cookville is and at least 25 people dead that we know of this number and there's a lot of people still missing and the authorities are looking closely for those people right now it's a very bad thing now what about some of the country music stars as they're trying to rally their fellow nashvillians to help out the tornado victims and the message is we are all with you carrie underwood talked about her husband and kids being in nashville when the tornado hit early on tuesday morning she said he had to go upstairs at 2 a.m. and grab the boys to take them down to a little safe room in our house. I bet everyone was crying. And that was what she said on the Today Show as she was in New York City on Tuesday morning. Dolly Parton, who also lives in Metro Nashville, she posted a video message revealing that she's okay and telling those not as fortunate that she's with them. Dolly Parton, a great gesture there. Dirk Spindley put some cell phone video out. He put a message out saying, We ducked around this cell and landed at John Toon Airport around 1130 last night. Glad we landed when we did. Would have been good an hour later. It was the cell that turned into the tornado. A lot of people lost their homes. No one comes together in a city like Nashville does. In fact, that airport, the John C. Toon Airport near Nashville, I think it was pretty much devastated there in that tornado when it went across that area that's kind of to the north i think it's to the northeast of downtown near the cumberland rivers where that airport is found dirk spanley lucky to have even landed now charlie daniels lives in wilson county he lives in mount juliet and he's very very vocal on social media charlie daniels early on tuesday wrote a, a prayer that he put out on social media morning prayer lord my beloved home area got hit hard last night I pray for the families who lost loved ones, the families who lost their homes, and the ones suffering anguish, confusion, and whose lives 
have been turned upside down. Lord, heal, restore, and comfort. God bless Tennessee. That from Charlie Daniels and a lot of other stars weighing in on social media and more with this awful tragedy in Nashville and Middle Tennessee with the tornadoes coming through. We also have another tragedy that's brewing across the entire world, the coronavirus. And now we know that two people in Georgia have been confirmed to have the coronavirus. Health officials there, the Georgia Department of Public Health, said the two cases of COVID-19 were confirmed in Fulton County, where Atlanta is. And those two people who live in the same household evidently contracted this after they returned from Italy. And that's where a large number of coronavirus cases are coming from italy south korea as well as china but two georgia residents there coming back from italy now with the coronavirus they're not the only state one person in the state of north carolina has now tested positive for the coronavirus as governor roy cooper at a news conference on tuesday said the person's from wake county that's where raleigh is and they tested positive for COVID-19 after traveling to Washington State and visiting a long-term care facility where a case of the disease was reported. That's probably the same long-term care facility where several people have already died. So we know now we've got two in Florida that's popped up here this week with the COVID-19 virus, two in Georgia, and now one in North Carolina. North Carolina health officials conducted the test and are also sending a sample to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention for further confirmation. But we're all trying to contain this thing as much as we possibly can. A scary situation going on in the entire world right now. As a result of the coronavirus, on Tuesday, the Fed had to slash rates in a surprise move from Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell. And in this move, it cut its benchmark interest rate by a sizable half percentage point in an effort to support the economy as the face of the coronavirus as it spreads. As Chairman Powell said at a news conference that the virus will surely weigh on economic activity both here and abroad for some time. It was the Fed's first move since last year when it reduced its key short-term rate three times. It's also the first time it's cut rates between policy meetings between the 2008 financial crisis and the largest rate cut since then happened there. The Dow Jones Industrial Average, by the way, which had been down as much as 356 points shortly before the Fed's announcement, it initially jumped on the news. The short, the surge was short-lived by the close of business on Tuesday. The Dow had tumbled more than 600 points in a sign of nagging worries about economic damage from the coronavirus. And again, a lot of people on edge on Wall Street and around the whole world right now with what is going on. Now, back to a little political news. And Michael Moore probably won't be getting a lot of fan support from the Palmetto State of South Carolina anytime soon. The guy who's a film director and a rather large loudmouth yankee well he's under fire now for saying that south carolina is quote not representative of the country as he tried to downplay joe biden's candidacy now filmmaker moore is a huge bernie sanders supporter he was in Iowa with bernie sanders he's been on the stump for the vermont senator for a long time and in an interview on MSNBC, he tried to downplay that the coalescing that's going on with a lot of people like Pete Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar and others kind of jumping on the Biden train. And he insisted that Bernie Sanders is still the front runner. As he said, it's so sad that Mayor Pete Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar couldn't, couldn't they somehow, they couldn't even go 24 more or more hours. It wasn't going to cost them any more money. Was it going to cost them any more work? about these dropouts ahead of the Super Tuesday race on Tuesday. 
And then he went on to say the Oscar winning, he's an Oscar winner, as I think he did Chasing Columbine was his work. Uh, he went on to say South Carolina is not representative of the United States. I mean, that's just the facts. Absolutely no impact on the November 3rd election is what he said. Well, it's certainly more representative than states like Iowa and New Hampshire, Michael Moore. And there's a reason South Carolina has kind of helped change the fortune of Joe Biden going forward as he's going to try to count on the black vote and others jumping on board the moderate train on the Biden train as he tries to somehow come roaring back and siege the Democratic nomination for president. Now to Key West, Florida, uh, right on the edge of the South. Two Chinese men have now pleaded guilty to illegally taking photographs at a Navy base in that area. Court records show Zhilong Zhang and Yuha Yang, both 24, they pleaded guilty in federal court in Key West to a single count of illegally photographing a U.S. defense installation. They could get up to a year in prison and a $100,000 fine their sentencing set for May 11th. According to an FBI affidavit, these two men drove up to a Key West Naval Air Station annex interest early in January and were told by a security officer that they could not enter the property without military identification. But the FBI says the two drove onto the base anyway and started taking pictures before they were stopped and arrested. <laughs> and, and you may not know this, since 2018, four Chinese nationals have been caught taking pictures of portions of Key West military bases. And is this a conspiracy? Is this something that China is forcing these people to come over here and get arrested for taking photos of our Navy bases, for goodness sakes? You'd think they'd be a little bit more covert in their spy efforts if this were indeed what they were doing. Or maybe these are just dumb Chinese. They just don't know what they're doing. And they think, oh, we're in America, the land of the free. We can just come over and take pictures, even in a tropical paradise like Key West, Florida is. The attorney general of the state of Georgia has concluded that there's no foundation to Governor Brian Kemp's allegations that Democrats sought to hack the Georgia state voter system, the registration for voters before his 2018 election. And that was an election where Kemp went against Stacey Abrams, and he only won by 55,000 votes out of nearly 4 million votes cast in the Peach State. And now this attorney general coming out saying, not so fast. Senior Assistant Attorney General Laura Fister said the Georgia Bureau of Investigation conducted a very thorough investigation and found no evidence of a crime. She recommended the case be closed. Cybercrime specialists at GBI, Georgia's leading law enforcement agency, found, quote, no evidence of damage to the Secretary of State's network or computers and no evidence of theft, damage, or loss of data. Now, that, I guess, isn't necessarily a good thing for the governor of Georgia, Brian Kemp, to have to balance now that this is coming out, although he did get elected. But again, he accused the state Democratic Party of trying to hack into the voter registration system, and he never offered evidence. But he said he asked the FBI to investigate his political opposition. But now we know, according to the attorney general of Georgia, no proof of Democratic hacking in a, as claimed by the current governor of Georgia, Brian Kemp. In Charlottesville, Virginia, they are not going to honor the birthday of Charlottesville's most famous resident. I'm not talking about John Grisham, the writer. I'm talking about, throughout history, Charlottesville's most famous resident, the founder of the nearby University of Virginia, Thomas Jefferson, our third president of these United States. And for the first time since World War II, Charlottesville has voted to not honor Thomas Jefferson, 
here on his birthday. The holiday known as Liberation and Freedom Day will not well that that's what's happening. That's not going to be that's going to be replacing the celebration of Thomas Jefferson, which is this coming Tuesday, as the city has chosen this new name of Liberation and Freedom Day as it will commemorate when Union troops, a.k.a. Yankees, arrived in Charlottesville in March 1865 and freed the slaves that were there. This change is the latest example of Charlottesville reckoning with its history. And, of course, we know that's where in 2017 you had the Unite the Right rally and white supremacists battle with Antifa and one woman was killed there tragically. And Charlottesville kind of been a, a hot topic there in the world of the the movement of, of, of certainly the the movement to move monuments as by the way the robert e lee monument i think they've got a stonewall jackson monument in charlottesville they're still there as a virginia state law at least for right now is protecting those monuments from their removal but right now at least as far as a holiday as we uh, americans should honor thomas jefferson and his great work in the founding of our country right there in his hometown where monticello is they are not even going to have a holiday to honor Thomas Jefferson. How, how crazy. Now, some business news. Have you ever been into a Gordman's? That's a big retail store. It's an off-price apparel and home decor store. And I know they've got one already in Mississippi, around South Haven. But this is a store, I think, that's come coming into the South from up North. And it's where big brands meet everyday low prices, according to Gordman's own marketing material. And Gordman's is part of a company called Stage, and they have other brands, like I think they got Goodies as part of that brand, and also Bills and uh, Palais Royal, also a brand called Stage. I'm not really familiar with some of these. But there's going to be an opening of three more retail stores of Gordman's in the state of Mississippi, Kosciuszko, Starkville, Yazoo City. I only bring this up because we're in a time where a lot of these big box stores, retail stores are closing down. And to have three stores open up in the state of Mississippi is pretty impressive. Now, if you're not familiar with Gordman's, you might need to know a little bit more about it because this year, the parent company stage is converting over 500 department stores, and those include Beals, Goodies, and this stage store, and they're converting them to the name of Gordman's. 500 stores will become Gordman's in this year alone. And once the conversion is complete, Stage will be operating approximately 700 Gordman store locations, making Gordman's one of the most prominent off-price retail chains in the entire country. And they're coming in big in South uh, in Mississippi and across the state. Yazoo in the Delta, Starkville over on the Alabama line, and then Kosciuszko sort of in central Mississippi. In addition to, I know they have a location in the South Haven area, just south of Memphis. By the way, how would you like to go shopping with me at the Yazoo City Gordman's when it opens up? Why? Because of its address, for goodness sake. The Yazoo City Mississippi Gordman's is located at 110 North Jerry Clower Boulevard in Yazoo City. Oh, shoot this thing. All right. One story out of the Mid-South, out of the Memphis area. This is across the river over in Arkansas. Man, people are upset. The ta- the, the teenagers and the parents, I, I'm tongue-tied because I know they're tongue-tied. They don't know what to think about their own mayor of Truman, Arkansas. On Monday morning, the mayor there done tore down the stake the skate park there in this city not far from memphis tennessee and parents are quite upset of the mayor's decision to do this and i'm not sure why barbara llewellyn 
chose to tear down the skate park all that's left there is a ramp all the other fun stuff taken down and the parents upset that this thing kept the student the the kids the students in school gave them something where to go and, and stay out of trouble and the parents upset that the city demolished this park one day after hosting a cleanup there on the site and they tear it down so right now if you're a skater you're not too happy with truman arkansas especially mayor barbara lou allen and finally in our headlines across the southeast disney world they have just debuted a a new ride it's the first ride that features mickey mouse how in the world could disney world not have a ride with mickey mouse old mickey featured but the debut of mickey and minnie's runaway railroad runaway railway ride say that three times fast it debuted this week at disney's hollywood studios at walt disney world the ride gives visitors the impression that they are watching a cartoon featuring Mickey and Minnie come to life as the Disney characters look for the perfect place for a romantic picnic, and then they end up on a train ride on the Runamuck Railroad. All this at Walt Disney World. I hope they're doing okay with this coronavirus, especially rolling out a new ride here this week. The Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway Ride open right now at Walt Disney World if you want to get down there during your spring break. We've got a little bit more coming your way here in this first hour of the Y'all Show. After the break, we're going to switch over to talk Atlantic Coast Conference Sports. Jonathan Lifehite of 24-7 Sports is standing by to do that. And that interview is coming up. And don't forget, in hour two, our very special guest, Mr. God Bless the USA, Lee Greenwood, is going to be on and talk about his song, his career, and what he's doing right now in 2020. He's a busy fellow, Lee Greenwood is. And we'll have that discussion with Lee in hour two of this, the Y'all Show. Keeps coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Do you want to learn to speak a new language but don't have enough time? Then you need to try Babbel, the language learning app that you can try for free right now at Babbel.com. Babbel's lessons are just 15 minutes or less, and you can go at your own pace. You'll be amazed at how easy Babbel makes it. Start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Just download the Babbel app or go to Babbel.com now. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com.
This is the final week of ACC's regular season play before they head off to the ACC tournament next week. John Rawl back into the show that's all about the South. We've got Jonathan Leifite of 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Digital joining me now to talk all things Atlantic Coast Conference. Jonathan, unfortunately, there's one team in the ACC that won't be going to the tournament. They're not going to any kind of postseason play and that would be your beloved Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. What's going on there with Coach Pastner and the Jacket basketball program, Jonathan? Well, they had been uh, found guilty of uh, some infractions and had received a postseason man and then elected to uh, to appeal that. Um, there was also a scholarship reduction involved as well, and, and uh, they decided instead to drop the appeal of the postseason man and only appeal – the the uh the scholarship reduction so uh basically uh um i think probably the writing was on the wall they weren't going anywhere for postseason anyway so they figured well let's just regroup for next season get this one out of the way and then continue the appeal on the uh uh on the uh on the scholarship tech right now about 500 in acc play and if they're lucky they'll wrap up the regular season with about 17 losses more like 16 is the likely number and that will definitely not be enough to get into march madness will it be good enough to go to nit well they can't go anyway but do you think this team could have had some kind of postseason life um it was possible i think it was kind of borderline as to whether or not they were an nit team uh but it it was certainly possible but uh obviously that's not going to be the case now well georgia tech will be eligible for the postseason following next year after this year they'll be available eligible 2020 and 2021 season you can look for the jackets and do you see what's happening this year affecting josh pastner's tenure there at the institute well, no, not really. Not, I mean, not in the immediate. It, it, all this was already known and kind of already taken into account. Um, but he's got to find a way next year to get to the postseason or else the, the, the seat's going to get really warm really quick. Okay. Again, the former Memphis Tiger coach who took that job in Atlanta and still hasn't got tech back to the promised land. They've been to the Final Four on more than one occasion and they haven't even come close to sniffing a Final Four, or even a. I don't, has he even taken them to the postseason at all? Yes, I. Well, he took them to the NIT and actually went to the finals. Well, I'm talking about the real ago. postseason. I'm talking about well, no. March Madness. I, I didn't think they'd get no, it. No, they have not. But right. it's been a while now. Well, speaking of March Madness, as the ACC tournament is next week, and then March Madness really begins after that, a story came out on Tuesday, Jonathan, about March Madness when it officially begins with that the first four thing there in Dayton, Ohio. The NCAA, in the event the coronavirus becomes even more significant and a health threat to the country, officials with the NCAA say they're readying for any scenario, including games in arenas without fans. This is a developing story here, but we know this outbreak, we just saw a couple of cases confirmed in Georgia. North Carolina's also had one. Florida's got a couple, and I guess they have to factor in all scenarios here for this coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly uh, it warrants concern. Um, I'm not sure that we're to a point where they should cancel anything at this point, but should it get any worse and continue to get worse, then they might want to, you know, take a look at not necessarily canceling the tournament, but at least canceling fan participation, you know, from that perspective, just to keep everybody safe. So, 
and I don't have a big problem with it. I don't think it will get to that point, at least by the time you know March Madness rolls around. But we'll see what happens. And the ACC tournament, the the sort of precursor to March Madness, is going to be back in Greensboro as Greensboro Coliseum hosts this year's tournament. That's also where the women will be playing. We'll have information on the women's bracket as they're going to Greensboro this week, and we'll let you know about that in just a handful of seconds. Jonathan, earlier this week, Coach K, when Duke and NC State got together, I guess over the weekend is when they played, he went off at Duke's on uh, social media critics as he said, come into Cameron and look up into the ceiling. And I don't know what he was talking about as Duke, the number 12 team in the country, took care of business against the Wolfpack, 88-69. But Coach Coach Krzyzewski said, it's amazing what people put out on social media. Really, if you're, our fans don't do that, these kids are 18, or 19 years old, 18 and 19 years old. You can question my coaching and what the heck. But he didn't say heck. But why yeah. is he so upset with social media? You know, I, I haven't figured that out because there's not a program in the country that doesn't have uh, folks on social media saying stupid things, um, no matter how good you are. And, uh, you know, if I'm Coach K, I kind of, anybody that's going to be a detractor, I kind of look at him and go, yeah. as he said, look at the rafters. I mean, uh, there, there's no doubt that uh, uh, over the last 30 years, Duke has been probably the, probably the most preeminent program in the in the country and uh and I, I don't think he has to answer to any of those and most people aren't going to take you know that kind of criticism very seriously so i'm not sure why he felt the urge to do it but i guess he did Eighty-eight, sixty-nine. the devils defeated nc state on monday night monday night football there at cameron indoor stadium the blue devils advancing there with that victory then on Tuesday night in ACC play, you had a couple of games going on. North Carolina, hey, they're on a hot, bit of a hot streak. The Tar Heels with a 93-83 victory over Wake Forest. Syracuse went on the road to Chestnut Hill and emerged victorious over Boston College, 84-71. to And on the ACC calendar for today, Clemson and Virginia Tech get together. Clemson, by the way, with a huge win over the weekend as they knocked off Florida State. The Knowles ranked number seven in the country this week. Clemson will be on the road at Castle Coliseum taking on the Hokies on this Wednesday evening. Florida State tries to rebound on the road. They'll be at Purcell Pavilion in South Bend taking on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. A big opportunity there for the Virginia Cavaliers to get a road win. The number 22 Hoos will be in Carl Gables to visit the Miami Hurricanes this evening. Also, the team that won't be going anywhere in the postseason, Georgia Tech wraps up. I guess this is their last home game of the year. Georgia Tech and Pittsburgh get together at McCamish Pavilion in Atlanta, and that's what's on tap on this Wednesday of ACC play. Looking at the latest standings, Louisville with an opportunity to win the regular season outright with a victory at Virginia this weekend. Currently, the Birds are 15-4 and and are atop the the clubhouse, I guess you could say, of ACC standings with their 15 and four mark. Florida State hoping to at least not up their standings with the Louisville Cardinals, their fellow Metro Conference foe from the 1980s. FSU with a 14 and four conference record. The Blue Devils, they're 14 and five, and they still have an outside chance to at least share the title. Virginia, I don't think they're going to have much of an opportunity, but Virginia ranked number 22 in the land, 13-5 and five in ACC play. Most of the teams going down in the standings have about a 500 mark, and then you got a bunch of teams down at the very bottom, Jonathan, Pitt, Wake Forest, and North Carolina 
all sitting with six conference wins. At least North Carolina looks a little bit more respectable with six wins as opposed to three, which is what they just had the other day. Yeah, they, they've uh, gotten some of their players back, you know, from injuries, started to return. So, and, you know, some of the guys that weren't playing and that they had not planned on them playing much started to get some experience. So, not surprising that they, uh, they're starting to look a little better. Well, Louisville, as we said, with a chance to win the outright regular season title if they can win at Virginia this weekend, and that would be quite a feat there for the U of L. The women's team of Louisville has already captured the number one seed as they won the regular season title for women's basketball. And Louisville goes into Greensboro this week for the ACC tournament with that number one seed. Jonathan, we've got ACC women's basketball going on this day as the number 12 seed North Carolina Tar Heels play their Tobacco Road rival in Wake Forest. That's the early game there from Greensboro Coliseum. The mid-afternoon game features Notre Dame and Pitt. And then your nightcap is Miami and Clemson. And that's the opening day of ACC's women's basketball. On Thursday, Virginia Tech will be taking on the winner of the North Carolina Wake Forest game. Syracuse and Virginia play. Georgia Tech will play the winner of Notre Dame Pitt. And finally, on Thursday, Boston College will be taking on the winner of of the Miami Clemson game. As we said, Louisville gets to wait until Friday to play. And I think NC State, Duke, and FSU also get to go. They get to enjoy a couple of days there on Tobacco Road, waiting to see who emerges to visit and play there on Friday. The championship of the women's ACC tournament will be Sunday. It will be televised at noon Eastern on ESPN2. Jonathan, how big of a deal is it if another team besides Louisville emerges victorious in this ACC women's basketball tournament? Well, it'll be pretty much a shock, but uh, there are several teams that are that are all capable. I mean, uh, you, you can go down the standings and, like, you know, Georgia Tech played them pretty tight uh, when they played. So there's some teams that are capable of beating them. So while I would be surprised, um, I will say that, uh, that it, it will be uh, – I think they're the, they're pretty much the favorite. And Jonathan, I know historically the ACC didn't even recognize the regular season so-called winner. The ACC champion was technically the team that won the ACC tournament. Has that changed? Well, I mean, from an NCAA perspective, no. Um, they, I do believe they do like at least acknowledge the regular season winner, but that, that, that's really the, all there is to it. The representative of the conference is going to be the uh, – uh, the, the tournament winner. Okay. Well, with so many teams now, you don't have just the eight or nine teams that were in the old ACC with a conference with 15 basketball-playing institutions. It's quite an honor to walk away with the regular season crown. And I think for that, somebody out there ought to be giving trophies and rings away. But that's just me. Yeah. Nah. Okay. No big deal. Well, they'll get something like that if they win that basketball tournament in Greensboro in a couple of days. Let's move over to football, Jonathan, and specifically to recruiting in the world of football and specifically Clemson Tiger football recruiting. Not often does Dabo Sweeney get the silent treatment from a signee, but that's what's happened with Tanner Tessman as this <laughs> Clemson signee has decided, you know what? I appreciate the opportunity to go to Death Valley and play for the Orange and Northwestern Purple, but I'm taking my talent, Dabo Sweeney, to the professional level, but the professional level of Major League Soccer, as he's going to kind of cancel his decision to go to Clemson and go off and play in the MLS. What do we know about this? Uh, I mean, that's uh, probably a first. I mean, uh, in in this country, uh, it just shows you where kind of uh, 
where soccer has evolved to. But uh, um, yeah, he's going to be playing with the Dallas team. I believe he's been on their, I don't know what you want to call it, their academy team mm-hmm. uh, for, for about three or four years now. Um, so not surprisingly, he's you know sticking with them and and developing. But um, you know MLS is starting to get to a point where they're uh, where uh, where they're paying some decent money. So you know there might be a, a point where where uh, MLS and uh, soccer are going to be a kind of a competitor for athletic talent. Well, one thing about this youngster is the fact that he's actually never played football, which I find hard to believe that he's even listed as a Clemson signee. He was scheduled to be on Clemson's very, very successful soccer team, and there he was also going to have a chance to kick on Clemson's football team. Now, Dabo Sweeney has known Tessman's father for quite some time, and that the reason that this guy who can evidently kick 45 to 50-yard field goals pretty easily had it even been on Dabo Swinney's radar, but he's decided to go join FC Dallas in the Major League Soccer ranks and will go off and make a few dollars playing soccer instead of going to Clemson and being a football and soccer tiger. Now, other Clemson recruiting news. Jonathan, I know you and I get along pretty well. My question to you is, would you be willing to commit to me and the Y'all Show and go out and get a tattoo to show that commitment? Not a chance in, in, in Hades. Okay. Well, Corey Foreman has decided that he not only wants to go play for the Clemson Tiger football team, he's going to actually ensure that he's going to be a Clemson Tiger because he went out and got a tattoo with that phrase all in. That's Clemson's sort of motto. And he's all about being a Clemson Tiger as he got this on his arm. And he's out of California. It's not even like he's got orange running in his blood for a couple of generations. He's from Corona, California, Centennial High School. And this youngster, a number one recruit for the class of 21, he's decided to take that commitment even further with a Clemson Tigers tattoo in his arm. And he showcased that at a recent Rivals.com camp. Yeah, I mean, uh, you see, I've seen more and more of that kind of thing. Uh, what you what you don't want to see though is you hope that somebody like uh, uh, Ruben Foster, uh, if you may remember this story, where he uh, um, he actually uh, committed to, to Auburn, uh, got an Auburn tattoo, and then decided to flip to Alabama. <laughs> Meanwhile, he still has his Auburn tattoo. So, uh, yeah, I mean uh, that's bound to happen. Yeah, well, that's one way of being committed for sure. College baseball topped the top 25 includes ACC teams, Louisville number three in the latest D1 baseball poll. The Hurricanes of Miami check in at number seven. NC State still has not lost a game this year. Elliott Avent's team is ranked number eight in the latest AP poll, or rather the D1 baseball poll. FSU ranked 11. Duke, great job there in Durham as the Blue Devils are ranked number 12 in the latest poll. And I think that may be all of the ACC teams ranked currently. This weekend, hey, Jonathan, it's opening weekend of ACC baseball. The ACC does things a little bit different from other conferences. They kind of get the party started early with conference play. And then toward the end of the season, usually most ACC teams have a series against a non-conference foe right before the conference tournament. So this weekend in ACC versus ACC play, the NC State Wolfpack will be in Charlottesville visiting the Virginia Cavaliers. Florida State and Duke have a series. Notre Dame and UNC get together on the diamond. The Battle of Tech takes place in Atlanta as 
the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets welcome in VPI Virginia Tech Boston College get together in the upstate of South Carolina Louisville and Wake Forest have a series in Winston-Salem and then the Pitt Panthers who actually are doing quite well this year I think they've won almost all of their games Pitt will be going down to Coral Gables where a series with the number seven Hurricanes awaits the Pitt Panthers and that's what's going on in this weekend's acc opening weekend jonathan thank you ever so much for your contribution of all things acc thank you guys very much and i hope you have a wonderful rest of your week when we come back in hour two of this y'all show we've got a exciting hour we've got hashtag hullabaloo to get things going and then mr god bless the usa lee greenwood will be on as a very special guest we'll find out what he's got going on on the road these days and we'll have uh, just a great conversation with this country music icon lee greenwood plus other country music news coming our way in this the y'all show with john rawl Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Do you want to learn to speak a new language but don't have enough time? Then you need to try Babbel, the language learning app that you can try for free right now at Babbel.com. Babbel's lessons are just 15 minutes or less, and you can go at your own pace. You'll be amazed at how easy Babbel makes it. Start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Just download the Babbel app or go to Babbel.com now. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Back into another hour of the show that covers everything in the good old South. I'm John Rawl, and in just a few minutes, we're going to go right to Nashville. I know Nashville's been hit pretty hard in the last 24 hours or so with tornadoes, but Lee Greenwood will be on with us. Yes, the great country music singer who sang seven number one songs and had 20 top 10 hits, including God Bless the USA. Lee Greenwood is our special guest as part of our country music focus. And we're also hoping to connect later in the hour with Precious Harris. I know she's kind of been dealing with all the tornado issues of Music City, and I'm not sure if we got that coming up. But we're going to have Country Music Report, courtesy of Precious. She's already filed some of the stories she's going to be talking about. And if I have to, I'll just share that with you. And we'll have to not have her lovely voice on today's Y'all Show. But you're going to get to hear my lovely voice as we begin the second hour of the Wednesday edition of Y'all. Because it's hashtag hullabaloo time. Social media madness. This is where Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and more items on those those platforms all find their way here to the Y'all Show. And we share it with all y'all. And our first item comes via Twitter from the Southern Group of Florida, at Southern Group FL. 
Every industry, every interest, powerful advocacy begins here from Southern Group FL. And this is what they put out very timely if you're in the Sunshine State or maybe you're heading to the Sunshine State and you're planning to go there this weekend, for example. This is kind of an important thing, especially if you're in there for spring break and you aren't going to necessarily put down your roots there and stay there all the time. This weekend, March 8th, Sunday, Daylight Saving Time is returning to the state of Florida and across the southeast. Now, Florida, like a couple of other states, they're hoping to make Daylight Savings Time a permanent thing and not do this whole falling back business. They're waiting on congressional approval. But we wish Floridians all the best. But if nothing else, for the time being, they're going to be falling, what are you, spring forward in the spring and a little bit more sunshine in the sunshine state here this weekend and we appreciate the southern group out of florida for sharing that great information and one thing that this is going to cause and there's a a actual retweet here coming from the southern group of florida coming out of seminole county because of the time change with more sunlight the area around seminole county florida they've got a new water restriction rule because of the time change and that's going to limit your i guess spraying of water because there will be more sunlight and there's this new landscaping water restriction schedule with the time change in seminole county florida i'm not sure how many other counties in the sunshine state follow these new kind of rules but that's what's going on there in that portion of our great state of florida now to instagram taste of taste of grace nola is on uh, instagram taste of grace nola and taste of grace nola has an image that they've shared a little jiffy action and this is a great little gif here to get a little smile on your on your face after we've had a rough 24 hours here in the southeast a gif that says shout out to whoever invented biscuits and gravy yeah we'll give them a big shout out right here on the y'all show and someone replied back love it biscuits white sausage gravy yummy hashtag southern with a lot of hearts and and smiley faces there also someone else replied l-m-a-o-o ha 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 too funny shout out to whoever invested invented biscuits and gravy a great invention maybe right up there with the light bulb (laughs) raymond is on i think instagram this comes to us via instagram raymond at pay in my dues to you pay in my dues the number two and then you i like that raymond writes hello i hope you enjoy your visit all of my photos are available in prints frame prints canvas or metal i will hand deliver to most of the lower 48 raymond you're a photographer let's see what you got here oh that is a beautiful photo raymond puts out on twitter this week the southern skies are our instagram and twitter i think is where he put this the southern skies of virginia last night have a fabulous day everyone hashtag sunset hashtag swva that would be southwest virginia and yes a lovely sunset there in those in those mountains around bristol and abington virginia where you're located there in southwest virginia the southern skies of virginia sure look pretty when you captured them there with your camera raymond great job and as you say with your handle you're just paying your dues at paying my dues to you <laughs> and a great job there now this could have been taken on a one of these smartphones these days these darn smartphones my lord they can take some great photos and they're they're just about as fancy as thousand dollar fancy film cameras so yeah raymond i don't know what you're using but keep up the good work and finally here also from that portion of the south the appalachian region 
we have a tweet coming from the smokies.com at the smokies.com on twitter and they write a statement with a gif attached and the statement says facts y'all although they misspell the word y'all they put y a apostrophe l l when it should be y apostrophe a l l come on smokies.com facts y'all and then they've got a gif attached and the gif says king's english it's a definition of the word king's english take a y'all want to take a guess what the smokies.com their definition of king's english is they've got it listed as a noun king's english as they write in this gif proper english as spoken by a tennessean (laughs) and it says see also elvis presley thank you thank you very much king's english as in the king of rock and roll and i think elvis had a a pretty good king's english don't you think he he sure could sing the english language like no other but his interviews even the thank you thank you very much uh, that's that's very good english although from and i can only say this because i was a long time resident of north mississippi although born into one of the capitals of red deck redneck dumb of the south and that would be north mississippi again i'm a proud north mississippi pseudo resident and i've got a lot of red in me elvis didn't quite sound like a a a good old mississippi hills redneck in in my opinion at least the interviews and he 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 was one of a kind and sure enough king's english yeah you can go look up that in the dictionary and it ought to be a photo of elvis the king of rock and roll presley right there by that definition but also keep in mind king's english is proper english is spoken by a tennessean or in elvis's case a mississippian tennessean <laughs> that wraps up our hashtag blue on today's y'all show we've got a guy coming up next on the y'all show that speaks very good english he writes very good english and he sure sings very good english lee greenwood a californian but has been living in tennessee so he's got a grasp on the english language and the king's english for sure lee greenwood is going to be checking in from middle tennessee as we will continue on with the y'all show some country music information coming from the great singer the icon of american country music and also later this hour we're hoping to connect with precious harris and get her report on what's going on in nashville tough time as nashville hit hard by this tornado And if we're able to connect to her, great. If not, I've got some bullet points that I'll address and share some country music news with you. All that as the Y'all Show rolls on. Thank you. Thank you very much. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park... Or at your kitchen table. Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. 
Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Do you want to learn to speak a new language but don't have enough time? Then you need to try Babbel, the language learning app that you can try for free right now at babbel.com. Babbel's lessons are just 15 minutes or less, and you can go at your own pace. You'll be amazed at how easy Babbel makes it. Start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Just download the Babbel app or go to babbel.com now. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. I would pick and we would sing To the rhythm of that front porch swing The moonlight rolls a spotlight that we share I found new notes on that old guitar She believed I could be a star She told me that she wanted to be fair She said, love alone to hold you down Boy, you're glory bound We can't share a world of different dreams So I chased mine and she found hers too But someone else made hers come true Now I'm a star, but every time I sing My heart goes drifting down a dusty Dixie road Taking my mind back in time and this is the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. I'm John Rawl. Welcome into our All Southern program. And that song you're hearing there is in a discography of great country music songs that were cut by Lee Greenwood throughout his career. That one just might go down as his most Southern song, taking you back to 1985 and a number one Dixie Road. And we are the show that's all about Dixie and the South. And it truly is an honor for us to welcome in an American icon, a American music icon, and a country music icon. Lee Greenwood is now our guest on the Y'all Show. Hello, Lee. Thanks for calling the Y'all Show. Hello, John. Thank you very much. Well, congratulations on your many, many decades of making music. You've certainly made people like me quite happy through the years with songs like Dixie Road and, of course, God Bless the USA and Hearts Aren't Made to Break, They're Made to Love. Yeah, we had a lot. You know, it's funny when I came to Nashville because I'm not from the South. I'm from California, but I spent more time in Nevada than I did California. And then when I moved to Tennessee, I embraced Nashville uh, because I wanted to become part of the community. I I love uh, living in the South. Uh, We've lived here for a number of years. And and my wife and I, who is a Tennessean, have been married 27 years now. So so uh, I had California by birth, but Tennessee by choice, and I'm and I'm proud to represent the country music business, and I have for over 35 years. And Lee, normally we Southerners don't like it when Californians come in here and steal our beauty queens <laughs> like you did, but we'll let you slide. <laughs> 
Yes, you got a former Miss Tennessee, and she's she's kind of made a career out of the whole beauty pageant world. With I think she runs an organization that helps put on these beauty pageants, right? Yeah, executive director for Miss Tennessee uh, USA, uh, Miss Teen USA uh, in Tennessee, Georgia, and Mississippi runs all three states, and and of course as a former crown winner, um, you know she's just a knockout, and and always has been the the love of my life and, and has given us two wonderful sons who were both born in Nashville, Tennessee. So, um, so I, I put my roots down here and, and we have two Southern sons. Yeah. Well, uh, a very good point. Now, as a, a fan of yours, like many of us, it's been a little confusing through the years to kind of know where the heck is Lee Greenwood. So I know you kind of have made the Nashville area home, but you've also had a presence, I think in Branson and in East Tennessee as well throughout the years, right? Yeah, I played all of the uh, places that have theaters, every doghouse, outhouse, roundhouse, and, and I, I, uh, I played years in Branson, of course, since coming to Nashville, and then we uh, built our own place in Sevierville, Tennessee, right near Dollywood, mm-hmm. and we were there for five years and entertained audiences that would come through that corridor north south east west like seven eight million people a year and it was it was interesting i i i had plenty of theater experience living in nevada but um our we do 220 shows a year at our league Greenwood theater in east tennessee and it was it was a, a lot of work but um but a lot of fun and i just figured after that interim time there i needed to get back on the road and get back to doing what i do the best recording and performing live all around the country well you mentioned of course your roots there in the west both a california native and you work there in nevada or should i say nevada i should i should know that that's it's 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 a crime to mispronounce that state correct yeah you know anything out in the west is uh well i I was raised in sacramento you notice the a is an ah Mm. Uh, so san francisco san diego nevada it's all everything out there is that that kind of ignorant a but um i got the hell out of california nevada (laughs) i don't like their politics yeah well we're going to talk about politics with you and of course your song played before every president trump rally and you've appeared with the president several times throughout the years of course your time working with presidents and being involved in republican politics goes back to the early 1980s when a guy named ronald reagan i think had you appear at the republican national convention in 84 correct and uh, and i'm about to sing at the president's dinner in washington dc for our president trump it'll be the second time i did that the first time was for ronald reagan in san francisco and i can remember coming out in a humvee and singing god bless usa with the flags waving into the ballroom uh for the president and and i was uh nancy reagan's champion working lots of uh, things with her and also george bush's uh first lady barbara bush i was her champion as well doing so many events around the country to uplift um, military families and uh, and just the mood of the country yeah well again you've done such a great job through the years representing our country supporting our troops your song of course god bless the usa if not number two in the country for patriotism only trailing the star spangled banner <laughs> you you certainly had the best song written in the 20th century without any doubt for, for inspiring our country and the backstory on that lee i know you've probably answered this five billion times but what was it specifically that led you to write that song just um 
Well, I was raised on a farm in California and in Sacramento, and my uh, I was a boy, a Cub Scout, not a Boy Scout. I never got that far. Uh, my parents had me make a choice. It was either going to be scouting or baseball, and so I, I I went to the American sport, baseball, and I was an all star. Um, love athletics. When I graduated high school, I had to decide if I was going to be a professional athlete or a musician. And of course, I chose the one that made the least amount of money. <laughs> so I went to musician um, and went to you know the casinos of Nevada uh, at the age of seventeen. So I had a perspective only of that part of the country. I didn't tour hardly at all. But I always, you know, because of my USO tours very early on, I was working McClellan and Mather Air Force Base, SAC Command Bases outside of my hometown, Sacramento. And my first USO tour was to Alaska when I was 16 uh, with my band. And I recognized the sacrifice of the military early on. My father was in the Navy in World War II, so it's in our family history. And I just, I was always aware and cognizant of the fact that we were split up, and if you, as a country, and if you study the, the history, you know you go back to how we began as a country uh, with the a Revolutionary War, and then the Civil War, and uh, you know the Battle at the Alamo, and and all the things that made us Americans. Um, I just always wanted to write something that kind of reflected, in a modern term, uh, on our past, our present, and our future. Well, you did just that with God Bless the USA, that coming out there in the mid-1980s. And it's kind of had reboots through the years, unfortunately, oftentimes when there's been tragedy in our country. I think in 2001, with that event there, your song was played a lot. It's also inspired our troops, for example, in the Gulf War of 1991. It was played a lot there. And it's just a an incredible song that... I don't think you, I hope I'm right on this, you never get tired of singing. I don't. Um, I know how much it means to so many people. It has become a military anthem, but it's also something of unification. I mean, I sing it at, at all sports events uh, for in stadiums, and people all sing with us. we got a team here in Nashville called the Predators, and uh, we do a military night about uh, once every week when the Predators play at home. Mm-hmm. And you should see how the people come alive. Uh, for some soldier that stands up and is honored and they play God Bless USA. So whenever I'm there, I sing it live. And it, it's a thrill to uh, to honor someone who has already sacrificed more than me for our country uh, by singing my song. Well, as a country music defender and promoter here on the Y'all Show, we're talking with Lee Greenwood. I like to point out that Lee Greenwood's, your discography in country music spans a lot more than just God Bless the USA. In fact, you've had seven number one songs in your career and I think 10 top 10 hits. And it started way back in the early 80s when you first had your song hit the charts there as you came into Nashville and recorded and such. And uh, the first top five was 81's Ring on Her Finger, Time on Her Hands, a song that would ultimately be recut by Reba McIntyre many years ago. Your first number one was Somebody's Gonna Love You back in 83, and then Going, Going, Gone. And then you had God Bless the USA, which, crazy enough, it only went to number seven on the chart back in that year of 1984. And then I, I mentioned fool, you had The Fool's Gold, but you also had dixie road and i gotta ask you as a guy who heard that song on the radio growing up a million times who the heck's that deep voice on that song um he's the guy that sang for the gaither vocal band oh 
Um, and and we needed somebody with that deep voice. By the way, the writers of Ring on Her Finger, Time on Her Hands, and Dixie Road are the same three writers. Wow. And they wrote them the same afternoon. Um, oddly enough, Marion Kennedy, Pam Rose were two girls that sang in my backup group on all of my recordings. I have the first 10 albums. Um, they called the Cherry Sisters. <clears throat> if you look at the label on some of those old albums. And uh, they hooked up with Don Goodman that afternoon and wrote both those songs. I had Ring, of course, on our first album. Dixie Road didn't come for two years later. And I asked the girls, why didn't you give me that song earlier? And they said, we didn't think you'd like it because it was a little up-tempo and you're known as a ballad singer. So that would be my advice to writers who are sending artists things. Don't second-guess what an artist really wants. And generally, we don't want the same thing over and over and over. Mm. And did you find out if they wrote any other songs during that session? <laughs> yeah, but they didn't give them to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you kept having hits throughout those 80s. And this was a time period in country music where people like Lee Greenwood had great success on the chart. But unfortunately, from a sales standpoint, country music wasn't selling millions and millions of records in the 80s like it did in the 1990s. And oftentimes, we've kind of forgotten that there was a whole decade there prior to Garth and Clint Black and all the other superstars of the 90s where people like Lee Greenwood were just taking over country music and had great success but didn't necessarily have 10-time platinum albums. Sorry about that, Lee. Well, but that's very true, but we sold more than the 60s, and the, yes. and the people in the 60s sold more than the 50s, and mm-hmm. I, you know, it's a graduating thing. I'm just, I'm so grateful that somebody like Garth came along and introduced uh, country music to Europe. I mean, he's the first one that really broke it and called uh, what we produce here in Nashville, Tennessee, country music rather than country and western, <laughs> because there had to be a switch, there had to be somebody begin to know the difference. Um, so thanks to Garth for that. Such a great entertainer. And of course, he really represents um, Oklahoma well with his, you know, his slang and, and how he and he acts. But he's a he's a wonderful person. Him and Trisha both are just the, the super people. And and you want success for people like that. But if you look back at our at our albums, you know, the success we had. A song you did not mention that broke us at the very first time before Ring on Her Finger was it turns me inside out. And that record written by Jan Crutchfield, who was my producer's brother, both from Paducah, Kentucky, uh, gave me three hits, Inside Out, Going, Going, Gone, and She's Lying. She's Lying was like my favorite of the three, even though Inside Out was a monster record for us. It was 22 weeks on the charts, and it lost its bullet four times, and that had never been done before. Well, again, you've had so many songs, it's hard to keep track. And I made a boo-boo. Lee Greenwood, yes, you have had seven number one hits, and we hope you still have a whole bunch more coming your our way. But you have had 20 top ten singles in your very, very long career. And I, yeah, I think I, I may have... Yeah, I was with a lot of great music. If I didn't write it myself, you know, we, we were careful to choose records that uh, complemented what I do. There were two or three songs along the way that... When I was touring with Alabama, particularly, we had a song called Touch and Go Crazy, which is a little bit on the fringe of country. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a radio station in Phoenix that would not play it at, or it would have went to number one. Um, and then we had Streamline, which was also kind of a, a variance. But I always considered myself, if, if you're going to see the genre of country music and how wide of expanse it is now... I consider myself kind of like the James Taylor of country because I, I, I'm on the contemporary side. I'm a musician first and a singer second. 
and a writer third. So my, my approach was always how I was raised, and that was with jazz, rhythm and blues, and rock. So not necessarily country music. It wasn't until I heard Ray Charles' album, uh, Ray Charles sang C&W, and he sang Georgia on my mind. The first time I said, oh my gosh, <laughs> if that's the kind of music they make there, I can certainly go there and make this happen. But it wasn't until then. Well, we're glad that you went to Nashville, and like you said, you ultimately lassoed Kimberly, your Miss Tennessee, and yes, you sir. had that long marriage and a couple of boys that have come out of that. And you're not slowing down. You're still singing. You're still going all over the country. In fact, just the other day, you premiered something on Sirius XM, a live performance there on Sirius Channel 58, or 50, yeah, 58, that's prime country, and that's probably going to repeat throughout the next couple of weeks. Tell me about that live performance there on Sirius XM. Well, that was kind of fun because this is called our Super Hits Tour, and we'll do over 100 days this year with my band and I, uh, just making sure we go back and grab some of the songs that made us famous on radio. Um, and, and it was kind of cool singing some of those on XM because I, I had a, a deluge of, uh, of people calling in and, and t- people who know me and, and send me texts and they, they had heard the um, the, the uh, XM radio show on Prime Country on their radio in their car, and so you get people kind of texting along. And I hope you're not texting while you're driving. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, again, it's great to hear you anytime. But if you have a chance to hear Lee Greenwood live, I would definitely take anybody up on that suggestion to do just that. And as you said, you've got you said a hundred dates this year alone. Yeah, um, we were the APA agency in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And um, we just kind of put it out that uh, I'll be touring only for three or four more years. And I think maybe it's important if, if we're going to do enough live shows while I still feel like it, uh, this would be the time to get it. And my my two boys are in college. One's at uh, TCU in Fort Worth, Texas. He's a chancellor, scholar, musical composition major. And the older son, uh, who's uh, 24, is at Vanderbilt getting a PhD in cancer research. So until they both get out of college... Um, it won't be that desire to have them over the house every week because they're really busy guys. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll just go ahead and stay on the road. Kim will travel a lot with me, and and uh, we'll see a lot more of the country. Congratulations on that feat with those two boys there. I mean, that's pretty impressive. TCU and Vanderbilt, good job, Lee and Kimberly. Thank you. I'm, I'm sure you had a large part of that success. Well, you know, um, I was uh, 49 when we married and uh, I have older children, but I had not had the kind of time to raise uh, a child like these two boys. And I dedicated a lot of my time. They went with us a lot. Um, Our first son Dalton was uh, in the touring bus in a Moses basket, you know, for the first three years. And then we opened our theater and our second son was born while I was at the theater. So he got a taste of show business from the very beginning. Maybe that's why he went to music. I don't know. But he, he's a delight. Parker is his name. Hmm. And they, he may pursue his career in writing music for video games and motion pictures. It looks like that's what he will do. And that's impressive because that wasn't my side of the entertainment. I'm like a live performer. And uh, he prefers to be behind the scenes and write music and, and let people know who his name is after they hear his songs. He's already done really well. 
Well, again, in addition to touring these 100 dates across the country, you're also involved with political rallies from time to time with our president, Donald J. Trump. And I know I saw you in Chattanooga a few years ago before, I guess, uh, I guess it might have been part of the whole midterm election. You were involved with that particular rally. Right. I think I've seen you in Nashville with the president when he came to Music City at one point. That's correct. And I try to watch rallies as much as I possibly can. And Hey, you're guaranteed at a President Trump rally, you're guaranteed to hear Lee Greenwood. You may not always see Lee Greenwood, but it, it's certainly a song that President Trump comes out anytime that he has a rally. Your song is part of that. In fact, I, I'm sure you tuned in last week. President Trump went all the way to India and had a big rally in front of 125,000 people. And guess what song was played when you... Well, it's- it happens to be his onstage song. I mean, he <laughs> he plays that and then comes through the curtain and and uh, I, I think he's just he he's really aware of show business. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a little bit of that that was in Ronald Reagan and because he was an actor. And yeah. I think I think Trump understands you know the the approach that audience like to see uh, from someone who pokes fun at himself as well as other people. Red Skelton used to do that really well as an actor. And and I think you can't be so serious that I mean he's aware of all the facts. He's aware of of uh, the country's needs, and uh, and I'm proud of our president. I will I will sing the president's dinner by the way coming up April 29th in Washington D.C. this year. Is that something you've done before? I, it is, yes, sir. Okay. And have you had a chance when you go off to these rallies? Do you get a chance to actually spend some quality time with the president? Yes, I'm, I'm generally with, uh, him backstage when he arrives and we talk about the venue and, uh, and, and the approach. Uh, he's very disarming, uh, because he's so, uh, charming. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really is. He's a big man. And, uh, and so he's kind of an imposing figure, but he's so delightful to be around. You just kind of, you know, like, oh, cool. He's like the guy next door. And you don't hold back on your pro Republican stance. Is that right? I think I heard you mention that earlier. You know, I'll, I'll tell you that, yes, but um, I never use that as my in, in my stage act. Okay. Um, I'm what I am, but um, I, I, I'm a performer, and I sing country music, and I'm an entertainer first. Off stage, that's different. You know, I, I follow what I believe is best for my country and as a citizen of the, of the United States, but I... Uh, I never, uh, I never take that to stage. I don't even make fun of it on stage. I understand. Well, oftentimes country music artists are more conservative than they would be liberal. But most times, most country music artists historically really haven't got involved much at all publicly with their sort of their political leanings. And to your yeah. credit, you've served both not only Republicans but Democrats. I know you helped out. Obama kept you as part of a was it a presidential advisory panel or something like that. No, I the Madrid the National Endowment of the Arts Council. Okay, yeah, something like and that. And President Trump just appointed me to a trustee as the Kennedy Center. Ah, okay. Well, a busy guy, and I hope when you get off the road here in a couple of years, you at least will still make some appearances from time to time. You'll promise us that, right? Yeah, uh, I'll probably step back from the public eye, but um, I, I won't. I won't be involved in politics or anything. Okay, uh, but I, I certainly would uh, embrace. Uh, singing, you know, when people ask me to. The trouble is, and I'll be perfectly honest with you, John, is that when a performer, or let's just say a singer, uh, doesn't sing all the time, you'll begin to lose your quality of voice. 
I never would want that to happen. And if it did happen, then I wouldn't sing anymore. You have somebody like um, uh, John, uh, uh, oh, shoot, uh, rose-colored glasses. Uh, John Conley. John Conley, who can step on stage and never, he, I, I doubt if he sings around the house anywhere. And I know he does a few dates on the road here or there, but he steps out on the stage and rolls colored glasses. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just he never loses that same tone he's always had. Um, it may not be the same for other singers, but for me, because I, I'm a high tenor and I pride myself in my vocal quality, mm-hmm. that um, I, I always want to be 100% when I hit the stage. Well, maybe you should start singing rose-colored glasses. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we got a whole discography again. Twenty top ten hits from Lee Greenwood throughout his career, and that song that just never gets old here. God bless the USA, Lee. We can't thank you enough for coming on our y'all show and talking a little bit about your career. You can go to Lee's website and learn more about his tour dates. That's LeeGreenwood.com. Also, some great merch available there. And you can learn more about his career and what all's going on. An American icon is Lee Greenwood, and he's been our very special guest on today's Y'all Show. Thank you, Lee. You're welcome. Watch for our new album this year. It's a repeat, 2020. 20 songs, all written by me. Well, that you can't get mad at the songwriter if it's you, right? If your songs don't yep. do good, you're like, man, I don't know what that guy was thinking. Well, it was Lee Greenwood. There and, you go. And we know if it's coming out of Lee Greenwood, it's going to be a great song. So no fear there. Thank you. Hey, and by the way, if you're looking for something to do in a couple of years, if you're going to be off the road, maybe you should consider a career in politics. Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> it worked for another guy who hadn't been in politics before. I'm going to start it. Lee Greenwood, 2024. All right. Thank you all for listening to the Y'all Show. Lee Greenwood, thank you again, sir. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. On this Y'all Show, we're not done with our country music talk. Coming up next, Precious Harris is all the latest from Music Row. You'll want to make sure you stick around for what's going on right in Music City. That's headed your way next on Y'all. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Do you want to learn to speak a new language but don't have enough time? 
then you need to try Babbel, the language learning app that you can try for free right now at babbel.com. Babbel's lessons are just 15 minutes or less, and you can go at your own pace. You'll be amazed at how easy Babbel makes it. Start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Just download the Babbel app or go to babbel.com now. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. We got married in a fever Hotter than a pepper sprout We've been talking about Jackson Ever since the fire went out I'm going to Jackson I'm gonna mess around Yeah, I'm going to Jackson Look out Jackson Town want to thank Lee Greenwood for being on in that previous segment. A wonderful interview. If you missed any of it, make sure you go to y'all.com, our website, and the interview in its entirety is there. In fact, the video interview of our conversation with Lee Greenwood available for viewing there, as well as at the Y'all Show YouTube channel. Check that out. Just search for Y'all Show and you'll see our channel. Hey, subscribe. We Welcome that feedback. That song playing there, it was on this day, March 4th, 1967, Jackson, as sung by Johnny Cash and June Carter Cash, made its first appearance on the Billboard Country Singles Chart. The song also became a very popular song sung by Nancy Sinatra and Lee Hazelwood. And oh yeah, playing the guitar there on that Johnny and June version is Jackson, Tennessee's own Carl Perkins. And a wonderful song there again, back on this day of 1967, Jackson started to make its way up the chart. Of course, right now in all of Tennessee, people are focused on what happened on Tuesday morning with the awful tornadoes that took at least 25 lives, mostly in Putnam County, but also around Nashville and also in Lebanon area. You've had a lot of deaths, a lot of injuries, a lot of damage. Our thoughts go to everybody in the middle Tennessee portion with the tornadoes that happened this week. A lot of the country music business weighing in on the travesty. Keith Urban sent a tweet out, sending love and prayers to all affected by the tornadoes last night throughout Tennessee with his little emojis of prayers, prayer hands. And then KU Cole Swindell, he put on Twitter, can't believe what has happened in my backyard and all over middle Tennessee. My thoughts and prayers are with everyone who was affected by last night's storm. I will be donating to all the proceeds from my merch sales for my show in Toledo, Ohio, this Thursday. Hashtag pray for Nashville. Faith Hill, she put out a tweet. We don't hear a lot of from Faith Hill these days. We are heartbroken and our prayers are with those who were affected by the tornado. Nashville is a great community of people that always rise to the occasion and lend a helping hand to their neighbors. And this time is no different. We are nashville strong and many many artists including dolly parton you also had carrie underwood and more all chiming in on this awful tragedy as people just really stunned by the damage and the the death and the destruction from this early tuesday morning tornado john rawl here this is our nashville music line where we talk a little country music we normally have precious harris on with us I'm not able to get her on with all the chaos in Middle Tennessee. Precious has other duties, more important duties. And also we've got some communication woes with Nashville right this second. So Precious has been kind enough to forward me 
what she was going to talk about today so i'll do my best here in a very brief abbreviated nashville music line from precious harris precious harris by the way the author of i know country that's got 366 daily country music questions and answers go to the website iknowcountry.com where you can buy and instantly download your own ebook copy of her i know country precious is also a music career development consultant with an emphasis on new and aspiring artists and songwriters go to the website collegeofsongology.com for a whole lot more details you also can follow precious harris's blog nashvillemusicline.com and each week we have precious's nashville music line column posted at y'all.com also on this date in country music history we told you about jackson being up on the chart on billboard from johnny cash and june carter cash it was on march of 4th of 1978 the grand Ole opry show was broadcast on tv for the very first time as a complete program as pbs broadcasted it and it had performances from porter wagner george hamilton the fourth the father of bluegrass music bill monroe roy acuff and good old grandpa jones were all part of the first full complete grand Ole opry show march 4th 1978 on this day in 1983, George Jones, the possum, married for the fourth time, Nancy Sapaveldi, and allegedly the couple celebrated their wedding night dinner at a Burger King in Jasper, Texas. Nancy, I think, is a North Carolinian, George from the Beaumont, Texas area, and maybe that's why they were there in Jasper, Texas, getting married in his hometown, For I'm assuming. Nothing wrong with a wedding night dinner at Burger King and george jones who we lost about 10 years ago now his fourth wife and this one stuck he and nancy were married for from 1983 until his death around mm, 2009 maybe and uh, the possum a great wedding there and, and a burger king celebration sadly on this day in 2016 joey feek died from cancer she was part of joey and rory and her husband rory lee feek they he's continued her legacy on you probably have seen the stories the music videos and more that these two she was very very good very beautiful very talented and they had a lot of hits for blake shelton easton corbin and they also recorded for themselves as joey and rory joey feek now it's hard to believe four years since she passed away and they live south of i think columbia tennessee is where they called home this week's country music birthdays remember sweethearts of the rodeo back in the 1980s well janice oliver who was married to vince gill she was she got a birthday this week she was born march 1st of 1954 butler alabama's ty herndon born march 2nd 1962 the singer of what mattered most and living in a moment amanda shires of the high women and the wife of jason isbell born on this day march 5th or this week march 5th 1982 and finally from that tv series nashville on abc and cmt actress connie Britton, born march 6 1967 those your country music birthdays got a quick trivia question i'll go ahead and ask the question and answer since we're a little bit constrained with time here today without precious aboard to help us out but we appreciate her and her staff there at Nashville Music Line for helping us out with this information. The country question, the country music trivia question today, as we have Nashville certainly on our mind, when I get where I'm going, it held the number one spot on the Billboard Country chart on this day in 2006. It was a duet with Brad Paisley and which female star? Again, the song, When I Get Where I'm Going. Number one on this day back in 2006 14 14 years ago brad paisley and 
do 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 oh come on y'all know the answer to this one it was dolly parton who was brad's duet partner the song was from his album time well wasted the album gave brad three number one hits when i get where i'm going the world and she's everything plus alcohol reached number four time well wasted was the cma album of the year for 2008 and a great collaboration it's not often you see a country music singer of a certain generation brad paisley being in his 40s team up with a country music icon like dolly parton who is dolly should be 70 70 turning 74 this year if she's not 74 already i mean she's old enough to be his mama for goodness sakes but a a great duet there when i get where i'm going back in 2006 it was number one this week other news going on in country music to tell you about before we wrap up here on our y'all show we got some big excitement coming out of the goodlettsville area where that's thomas rett's hometown and his daddy red akins doesn't live too far from there thomas rett who grew up on center point road there in goodlettsville north of nashville he and his wife lauren akins welcomed their third daughter last month her name lennon love akins again the name lennon l-e-n-n-o-n lennon the middle name love i love that name lennon love akins and she weighed in at nine pounds two ounces with a full head of dark hair and got blue eyes oh other big news not quite yet i don't think it's happened but thomas rett in addition to having his third daughter born in the last few days he's about to have a new sibling his daddy red akins who's somewhere around 50 years old red akins and his wife sonya are expecting a boy this month and it may have already come with all the tornado stuff going on in nashville i don't have all of the baby alerts coming my way but yeah thomas rett got a lovely daughter lennon love and then about to have a a a little brother courtesy of his dad and his stepmom sonya having a baby sometime this month more baby news shay mooney of dan and shay his wife hannah he and hannah welcomed their second child another boy and they named this kid ames alexander born february 21st in music city and ames joins his big brother three-year-old asher james mooney and those are your baby reports coming out of nashville tennessee which that kind of helps illustrate how the world and life goes we just lost at least 25 great tennesseans at least that number in the tornado outbreak but i'm sitting here today telling you about the country music stars having new babies and the circle of life but let's not forget those who've lost their life this week in the tornadoes of tennessee well that will wrap up our y'all show here kind of a sad way to end it talking tornadoes and such but it's been a, a bittersweet show one again thank lee greenwood for coming on a wonderful interview if you missed it again it's at y'all.com our video interview of that interview is available to watch and a fantastic american lee greenwood we've got a very good show coming your way on thursday make sure you tune in we're going to have a retired brigadier general join us as he's just penned a book called stealth war brigadier general retired robert spaulding he is a retired air force general he's got this book that kind of covers china and it's very timely with the coronavirus outbreak we'll be talking to general spaulding we'll also have our sec spotlight and a look at some of the great destinations of the south for you to consider going here in the month of march all that is part of the thursday fun of this the y'all show with your host john rawl thanks for listening
asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Do you want to learn to speak a new language but don't have enough time? Then you need to try Babbel, the language learning app that you can try for free right now at Babbel.com. Babbel's lessons are just 15 minutes or less, and you can go at your own pace. You'll be amazed at how easy Babbel makes it. Start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Just download the Babbel app or go to Babbel.com now. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com.